Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesday. I'm Gary Noel. And I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. All right. So we have been away from the air for for a while. Yes. Yeah, we gave you guys a little bit of a end of winter break um, just to kind of, you know, get our new lineup going. We've got lots of exciting new ideas for the spring coming on and wanting to uh, talk to you about those ideas and also get your input and see what's happening for you guys. Absolutely. It's been a little bit. We're excited to be back and excited to be with you. Absolutely. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time and you haven't heard from us in a while, let me give you our background. Uh, Darren and I are husband and wife. Well, I'm the wife. I'm the husband. <laughs> <laughs> and this year we would have been married 18 years. We will be, yeah. We will be married yeah, 18, we'll be married 18 years, and we've yeah. got one, one girl, yeah. one daughter. Um, also, I run a thriving private practice right outside of Chicago, Illinois, in Naperville, where um, we are a team of full-service clinicians that do behavioral health and mental health and uh, family work, couples work. We do everything from medication management to therapy to life coaching to mediation and everything in between. Of course, no one person specializes in everything, but we have people that specialize in each of those those areas. Absolutely. My background is in corporate America and here in the Wellness Associate that focus on life coaching, career counseling, and mock interviews. And if you're interested, please hit us up on Facebook because Darren will be doing a career group yep. coming up end of April, beginning of May, four weeks of that. Um, just to help people get their career relationships on track. Yeah, I'm big time we're excited about that. Very much so, yeah. So right now, today's topic is, are you a fair-weather lover? Um, you know, spring is in the air. We had a day yesterday or the day before that was like 74, 75 degrees. I mean, people had on shorts. I mean, it was like, it was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, like, this is, this is spring. And with spring coming, love is in the air, spring fever. Spring and summer is the time of love. People kick off new relationships. They renew vows. They get married. I mean, it's just this is the season. This is the season of love. Right. And so we want to talk a little bit about commitment and fair weather relationships. Let me just give you a little bit of a definition of fair weather, just the terminology fair weather. Um, fair weather is a friend or a person who is only a friend when circumstances are pleasant or profitable. And at the first sign of trouble, they break away from the relationship. They're in it for the laughs, the dinner, the sex, the hanging out, um, the shopping, but they're not in it for like if you get sick or if something happens in your family or you need, you know, you need backup in the sense that relationships offer backup, whatever you define that as. Fairweather means that only loyal during a time of success, and if it's not success, then you're out. So you're like a friend between the degrees of 75 and 82 <laughs> degrees. And then if it's like a lot of snow in the relationship, like life is getting hard, work is getting hard, you're depressed, you're griping, you don't have the money you used to, that person pulls out of that relationship. And that, it can be tough to deal with that, especially if you are thinking that someone is your close friend, uh, dear friend, they're going to be with you through thick and thin, and to find out later that they're really just a fair-weather friend or a fair-weather lover. Okay, but they really weren't in it for the long haul. They're just in it for the good times, like you mentioned. And as soon as there are any kind of hiccups in it, you know what? They're moving on. You can't find them. They're not answering the phone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me say this. People are that way for many reasons. Some people have had, and they're not all bad, and it's not bad to have fair-weather friendships either. I think we wanted to talk about it tonight so that you could understand what it is and what it means. 
so that you don't get yourself believing that, oh, you know, this is my ride or die person, and then you make a decision that they don't like or it gets heated or it gets tough and they move away. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, if somebody murders somebody, if you're a real friend, you stick around. I don't, I don't mean those things. I mean the toughness of day-to-day life friends. Absolutely. You family issues. You know, you're not getting along with your brother, your sister, your mom and dad. You know, you just want to talk to somebody about it, right? Mm-hmm. You have maybe having some financial issues, career questions. Hey, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, what do you think about this? You know, they're not the person that you're going to talk to about that. Correct. So if you want, hey, you know what, I'm going to this club. You want to come to the club? Hey, I'm your boy. Or, you know, I'm your, let's go out together, okay? Let's, let's talk to love, about lovers. You know, we talk about lovers. So, hey. If someone wants to go out to the club, let's go out to a concert. I want to go out to a sporting event. I'm going out to a dinner engagement. All no problem. You get a quick response back. They're responding to your text real quick. But if it's any kind of a challenge, it's hard to find them. So let, let, let's define some challenges. Some challenges. I said challenges is this. Sorry, some challenges. Somebody passes away in your family, grief and loss, and you need, hey, could you come to the services? I don't want to go by myself. Right. Um, another challenge may be, hey, listen, let me just throw work by you. Let me throw by you what happened at work, and it's just hard. And let's say that goes on for like six months. And so every conversation you have is about that. They may be like, hey, that's a little intense for me. That's right. I'm not that kind of friend. That's too much information. Hey, you know, I thought we're cool, but we're not that tight. You know, you know, I like you. You like me. We're having a good time, but I'm not really ready to have that level of a commitment. Absolutely. Okay. Another thing we talk about is, you have fair weather lovers when sometimes people around you just when I would say when you look good. You know, you have you have some good money coming in, you're looking real sharp at your best. But you know what? One day or something like that, you know, you're just looking nice and neat. You're not super fly, don't have the fantastic purse, the pumps, whatever. You know, you're not in your three piece your three piece suit. Okay, but you're just looking nice and neat. You know, I don't really feel like going out with you tonight. Right. So you're not up to fly the image control. Image control. The swag, I want to be around. The swag you're like, wait a minute. Nothing wrong with me. I'm looking nice and I'm neat. But, uh, you know, you're not, you're not looking like everybody's turning their heads to look at you. We can't really go out at that point. Right. That's the kind of, oh, wait a minute. Right. Okay? Another one is sometimes people all around you, when you have money to spend, it can spend on them. Yeah. Let's let's hit on that for a half. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so there are some people. Well, go ahead. So in terms of for dating, in terms of that fair world of lover, they're willing to be around you as long as you're buying them things. Every time you guys get together, you're not going out to um, a Say a normal family restaurant. You go into, you need a reservation. You need a dress up type of reservation. You go to the sugar factory. Right. We're not going to the movies. You go We're going to the five go to town. Right. You got to find right. right. Every situation. And out. it's on every level. There's some people. Hey, they're all right with McDonald's. Just buy them something. Just just buy me something. Right. It's it's so it's, it's about all about the money. What you're bringing to the table for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that okay. Hey, I could be a little bit tight. You know, I get paid in a couple of weeks. Let's just take a little down. Like no, 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 no. I, you know. They're not willing to take that down as you have both of your ebbs, uh, ebbs your ebbs and flows. flows with your finances. They always expect that high level, regardless of what struggles you're going through. So if you go through any kind of financial struggles, you know what? I'm going to find someone else to go out with tonight. Right. Okay. Right. That's the kind of thing we're talking about with fair, fair weather lovers. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So other one I had over this one, doctor, a little bit different. Some people are only in it for the sex. But now, what happens if someone has a physical ailment? Okay, I know someone who, who hurt their back. Okay, now the person put their back into it, right? Hurt right. their back. You know, you know, I'm kind of out of commission for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna wait a minute. I have my, my daily regimen of sex, or however many times a week you can't perform. Uh, I'm not gonna be helping you. You know, with your rehabilitation, I want to be finding someone else who can meet my needs. 
Right. Okay? That's a farewell friend. It's not, so we had a relationship, and there, for whatever the sex was involved in this relationship, right? But when some kind of physical ailment, whatever the situation may be, kind of physical ailment, could be uh, back pain, um, whatever the case may be, physical ailment, and they can't perform that, that person wants to leave that relationship until the person gets healed up. Correct. Correct. And then another way you can tell a fair weather relationship is sometimes, especially it's just about sex, people don't want to talk. And so when you start talking about politics, what happened at work, church, uh, whatever, they're thinking, uh, I didn't sign up to hear your mouth move. No, I'm just here for the good times. Right. Let the good times roll. The good times are not rolling. I'm rolling out. Right. Or if you've been dating for a while and then you say, listen, this week um, I couldn't get a babysitter, so the kids have to come. Uh, no. You know, I don't do kids, you know. Right. But even though they guess what, they fully know you have kids, but they say, no, I don't do kids. We're not going to be able to go out. Right. And I think we talked about this earlier in the conversation. It's not necessarily good or bad, the fair weather, love, or the fair, right? It's a matter of, the first thing is identifying. I picked this up, Dr. Well, this is actually from um, an article I read on uh, modernmotherhood.com uh, about how to, how to handle fair weather friendship, but I think a lot of it applies to fair weather lovers also. The first thing they talk about is just identifying it and realizing that this, this relationship, this lover, is a fair weather lover. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the biggest thing is don't be fooled, okay? Right. Don't be confused about it. Understand what, what the relationship is. Understand the, how this person is and identify that. And a lie by omission is still a lie. So identify it. But if someone's identifying to you, hey, listen, I just want us to be like, you know, I just want us to hook up or whatever. Right. And then the other person says, well, listen, I want a, a regular relationship. Say okay to that if that's not what you're willing to do. I think that's another reason people get hurt by fair weather friendship because, or fair weather lovers is because you or one may make a partner feel like you intend this to be full-time more than what it is. Right. And when they find out it's nothing, then they're hurt. And that's exactly. But if you had known it before, accepted it, okay, then there's, no, there's nothing to be upset about because that's what you understood what the relationship was. Mm-hmm. The next one we're talking about is really find its place because guess what? There are times, guess what? I just need to have someone to go out with me. You know, I'm not looking for no decommitment. I'm looking. A new movie came out. Hey, I'm just looking for someone I can take out to a movie, have a nice mm-hmm. dinner. And like, and that happens a lot. Like, you meet a group of girls at the workout center. You guys all kind of get there at the same time in the morning. You leave at the same time at night. That may work. Right. That may work. Now, with lovers, let me say this. A lot of times, the fair weather lover part doesn't really ever work out because. In the beginning, people act like they're okay with it, but eventually somebody doesn't like the agreement. And I think the more intimacy is mixed into that fair weather lover scenario, the more challenging it becomes. Absolutely. I mean, if you guys are strictly just dating, you know, maybe a little kissing or something like that, but nothing, uh, not too intimate, right, it's easier just to say, okay, that's fine. This is all this is, mm-hmm. right? Guess what? There's a whole, some subconscious coming up in Chicago. I'm looking for someone who wants to tag along. For these five concerts through the summer. Cool. Okay? Hey, let me call Pam. Let me call up whatever. And that's, that's going to be my date for these concerts. Right. No more or less. We're just having a good time, enjoying each other's company. But, you know, I'm not calling them, talking about anything deep. We're just enjoying these concerts together. Right. And I think and it, you identify that. She's fine with that. Vice versa. It can, be, it can be very satisfying. Correct. And then there are some people that don't do attachments, but I normally ask myself, why not? Like a lot of guys or girls that say, let's just be, let's just have sex, let's not make it serious. If you check hard enough, you'll find out they have a spouse. 
or they have a number one somewhere else. So there's usually sometimes, I shouldn't say usually, there could be an ulterior motive for somebody that just wants to have a relationship with no boundaries. But we have a couple questions, so let's read them. The first one says, why is this a problem? What if it works for the circumstance? What if fair weather stuff works for the circumstance? I don't have a problem with it. As long as, you know, both parties understand where it is. And with a fair weather relationship, it's not necessarily something that you're either going to have a full conversation about. It's almost internally identifying it, um, it's, it's, especially if there's no intimacy involved. You know, how much conversation do we really need to have about it? Right. Okay? It's like, okay, I, I understand where this person's coming from. They understand where I'm coming from. Both of our needs, why we're, why we're together, are being met. So be it. Let's roll. Right. I don't have a problem with it. Right. And, again, it's only a problem if it's a problem for you right. or for the other person. And here's the other thing. It's not a problem until it's a problem. It's right. And so a lot of times, and that's why we're talking about fair weather friendship, because the weather is right for that. Somebody, some chick you meet on the beach, somebody right. you meet down at North Michigan Avenue while y'all shopping and she's looking good and vice versa. And so right in the moment is usually not a problem. It normally becomes a problem 30 to 90 days later when one of you all catches feelings and says, wait a minute, you're never here for the good stuff or, or for the bad stuff. You're right. here for the good stuff. And as soon as you feel that relationship changing internally or you see the other person changing and you see the signs of that, you need to, that's when you need to have a quick have a conversation. Quickly have that conversation. Wait a minute. And I thought we were just kind of, hey, we were hanging out, enjoying some time together. You know, I feel like some my feelings are increasing. I feel like you're looking like you want some more for me. We need to talk about this. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it's not a problem until it's a problem, but don't make it a problem. Talk about it up front. And as adults, and even as teenagers, when you have 16-year-olds that are just friends, hey, when you're finding out that I don't really want to hang with this person anymore, let them know. Right, absolutely. Don't lead people on. But if we're talking about lovers and intimacy, it's hard for me to believe that any kind of sex is fair, is like that anybody thinks that that's just going to be what it is. Exactly. Once you throw intimacy in there, which we're talking about, which is really fair with the lovers, okay, that's a whole new book. By the the very nature that it's intimacy, right, how can it be fair with? We're being intimate. Correct. That's like, for example, I'll give you another scenario, fair weather employees. You know, where, oh, it was good as long as the job was easy, but somebody left and I have to do extra work, well, I don't want to do it anymore. Right. Right? Okay. You don't sign up like that. It's no. all or nothing for most people. And so you're right. Fairweather friends don't have to be wrong or lovers don't have to be wrong, but it's not completely right. And I think that's what. Right. Once once you hit that, that intimacy in a relationship, that physical intimacy, it, throw, it definitely throws it to another level automatically just by the fact that that's in there. And it depends on what your core values are. I think a lot of people are having sex with each other, acting like it means nothing, when it means a whole heck of a lot, and then they don't want to admit it because they don't want to look needy. So people are, like, lying to each other softly about how they feel, and then you see blow-ups. You see blow-ups in the end. You see people arguing on Facebook. You see couples, you know, things not going right because people don't always tell you exactly what they're feeling, and that's why we're working so hard on the show to help people say, listen, if this is where you are, it is what it is, say what you're saying. And even you know, lying to the other person, and also lying to themselves. I'm, you know, I'm not mad, I'm not getting close, I'm not committed, but you are, you're flushing the person's by reaction. They, so here's the test, they get somebody else, right? <laughs> then you find out you were like not really wanting a fair weather relationship. Right. right. So number two says, I'm not good with rules and trouble. So I tell people up front that I'm in it for the good times only. 
you know, <laughs> I don't know. Darren, what do you think? I mean, that's something I'm not really going to take seriously. Okay. So by saying that, I guess what? I am right there. I'm closing off my feelings. Uh, it was me. And uh, that person told me that. Right there, I'd be closing off my feelings. Guess what? I'm only going to be dealing with you for the good time. I'm going to be finding someone else for a serious relationship. Absolutely. That's what that that was me. That's what I'll be doing. That sounds like a jiggle up from the seven, Joe. You know, um, I'm only in it for the good times, baby. It's like, who says that? And you know what? Maybe people do. I mean, right. but maybe we don't run in those circles. But I'll tell you, a lot of people say that, and what? And I'll tell you, this happens a lot in marriage counseling. People come in and say. Before we got married, we just had kind of like a fair weather relationship. We were just kicking at the club, having sex and whatnot. She got pregnant. We had a kid. Then she started taking things so seriously, and I got bored. So a lot of times that fair weather thing is selfishness, not wanting the responsibility that commitment takes. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next thing says, I was dating a girl and let her know that I was not in it for a serious relationship. I've been that way for years. However, now that I'm looking for something serious, she tells me that she's seeing someone else seriously, and I'm upset about it. That's your mistake right there, guy. You told her you're not looking at it, so she, for whatever, so she chose to stay with you during that time, right? Right. Understand? I almost had the same reaction I did. Okay, great. I'm going to be in it with you for the, uh, the non-serious. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to find someone else to meet my serious needs, to be a, a, a full-time, uh, full-weather lover. So here's the issue with their weather. You generally, with fair weather, they still want to be the number one. Mm, okay. They just don't want any commitments, complaining, griping, questions, text messaging, where you at. They just want what they want out of it, whatever that may be, whether it's money or sex or to look good at a club or somebody to hang with for the summer, then they don't want to see you when, you know, when the fall starts back. Right. So all of that happens. But they generally want to be the number one. So when you're fair weather booty buddy, find someone that wants to be the number one and drop them, then it's buyer's remorse. Like, you know, here's the thing. You, fair weather means I'm basically putting you on layaway. Uh, right? Right. Well, and sometimes, it, it's, you know what, they're really not, they're not, they're not looking at the other person as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a serious person they would ever consider. Correct. You know, so and they could be looking at that. Right. Situation. And here's the other thing. And this is why I told person number one, it's not a problem to it's a problem. I really think he meant that it was just nothing in the beginning. Right. And then after so much time together, it's only so long you can be with somebody and it not become something. Right. Yeah. It's just naturally emotions come, you go through things in some form or fashion, and guess what? Emotions start to build, right? With familiarity, you start it, the relationship starts to build. Correct. Whether so, I want to or not sometimes. Again, just start being up front with people about what's really happening in the relationship and what you're feeling and what you're willing, obligated, um, available to do so people don't get their feelings hurt and they know what's going on. Right. You know, something that's crossed my mind, sometimes people could be wanting that fear of what relationship, guess what? Because they really can't handle any more pressure or stress than they already have in their, in their life. Mm-hmm. And that may be a very fair statement. You know what? I have so much turmoil. Not me. Someone can want to say, I've got so much turmoil. They have so much turmoil. They have so much turmoil going on in their lives. Guess what? They're saying, you know what? I'm only in here. We just, I just need to have some fun, go out, have some good times together. I really can't commit any more to you guys. It takes me everything i got to deal with the situation I got. And maybe that may be the case. You know? Right. And, you know, they're, they're dealing with some family issues, six family members. Maybe they got, you know, uh, you know, 
issues with the children, issues with their parents, and, you know, they're just stressed totally and they're so strapped. They have no real emotional support that they can lend anybody else because they're using everything they have to take care of themselves. And that may be a situation. Correct. And and acknowledge that. And if someone's put out letting you know that situation, then you have to be willing to either accept it or, or you can say, you know what, I, I appreciate you telling me, but I, I'm not the worst, not the way I roll, and I, I can't get in that kind of relationship with you. Correct. That's fair Correct. enough. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is sometimes when people are saying they don't want drama, they're not necessarily meaning they want to be fair weather. They're saying, can we just be like people? Does it have to be all the added stress that comes along? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, because people people bring about stress, right? People bring about conflict, people about disagreements. You know, anytime you have two people, there's going to be some kind of a conflict in some form or fashion, or disagreement, or not a hundred percent aligned. Because a hundred two people don't agree on a hundred percent about anything. And sometimes it's not so much the people, but it's the things that they surround themselves with, right? You can love a girl, love a guy, be great with them, and then meet the family and be like, wow, wow, I don't really want that. I'm not, you. I'm not willing right. to deal with that. I'm not right. willing to deal with and that. And sometimes it's right to say that. If you, you, you know who you are. If you've got a messy family, you, you know who you are if they're messy. If they're begging for money all the time, they need help with getting out of jail. I mean, whatever. They need help with rent. They're crying all the time. They're house in foreclosure. You know, a lot of people are, like, overwhelmed with their own stuff, so they can't take you on and then all your connections at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. They can't manage it, just a note. Next thing says, I'm not sure why, but I always get classified as a good time girl. When I get serious, God say I seem needy. How can I establish a committed relationship from the start? Hmm, that's yeah, that's a great question. You know, my first comment to you, and I'm not judging, and I don't know all of the things because I'm just reading what you email me, but um, you're probably having sex too soon, like as in before you get married, Right. So, like, if you start sex within the first week, two, three, 30 days, whatnot, guys start to feel like, oh, she's down for the, you know. Look at that girl. Yeah, you know. She's with Joey. She's with Sam. She's with Mike. She's, you know, she's a good time girl. And you may be open with your sexuality. I don't want a slut shame. You know what I'm right. saying? You may be, I don't want to put saying. You may be open with your sexuality, but there's a way that people don't take that seriously. And most of us are not in the world of hip hop where you can have a sex tape and that's okay. Most people live on in the regular world where when you're doing that stuff, it's like what? <laughs> I love the hip hop. Like, she, well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to. Hip from the, from the Right. Age. And I'm not, hey, I have no problem <laughs> with anybody's personal decision. However, at the end of the day, people slut shame, right? They start saying, I can't believe you like that. And at first, she's cute, she's fly, she's sexy, she's bad, she's a beast, okay? Then she's a hoe, she got a videotape. It's like, yeah, wow. So let me say this to you. You define who you are in the beginning of the relationship, and the, and the guy or girl will respond accordingly. If you're easy, if you're sleeping over the first night you meet, and again, there's going to be one couple in a hundred that say, listen, we met on the first night, got married in a week, we've been married for 27 years, right, right. we happily ever after. The, the rest of the 99 of y'all are in trouble, in trouble deep. So I'm going to tell you, one, be be true to who you are. Now, on the first date, you don't say something like, listen, I'm not a good-time girl. I'm not easy. Okay, no. You just say, hey, my name is 
me? And what are you about? And what's going on? Like you try to get to know them and expose who you are to them. Right. And I'll tell you another reason guys may think you're a good time girl is do you make them pursue you? Or are you just available? He hugged you, you hugged him back. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I went to a club. This was like 20 years ago before I got married. And I was at the club with a friend from work. And then I bumped into a friend from the old neighborhood. Then this guy comes up with a drink in his hand. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't drink. He's like, dance with me. I told you that. I started dancing with a guy. He has an erection. Well, I'm like, for real? Like, I thought we, let me move. Let me sit down. Now, a good time, girl, you keep dancing past that. You giving him a clue. Absolutely. I, I said, down. Do what I yo, yo, baby, come back. I was like, oh, oh no. I, no. I said, I was just dancing. And that's when I realized I wasn't a club girl. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. That is that. That means maybe the whole different show, club etiquette. <laughs> yeah, I, cause I, and I was like, and first of all, I didn't even know what it was at first. I felt a little heat, you know. I was like, what is that? Is that his softness? I mean, truly? So I had to back up, you know. But are you sending signals that you're down for whatever? If you are, that could be it. That could be what they think is going on. So let me say another thing that ladies do to make people think they're a good time girl. He goes out, you guys go out together, and you offer to pay. Now, I know that you're feeling like it's a new generation, Dr. Noel, and I don't I don't have a problem right. with paying for my man. If we out, I work, he work, we work. Hey, I, you know, we love a woman that's got her own. First time you pay for a man's meal, he starts thinking she's the dude. Okay. She want to run it, run it. So then she's not looking for me to run nothing and be committed. So I'll do whatever I want to do. I'll run a mock of the situation. And I agree. That's a, that's a great point because to me that's like, okay, I have no real responsibility. To no. That's what everyone tells me. You opening his door. I have no real responsibility. I'll take, I'll take the check. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't never told my husband I'll take the check. <laughs> I, might, like, I might get us a little Jimmy John's or something like that, but we're out for dinner. I ain't talking about that. <laughs> I'm not even looking to see what you're paying. You just clue me in. If you tight, clue me in before we go that you need me to get a burger. But other than that, I'm not Dutch. No. <laughs> and I, and that's I'm not paying for it. And I'm not saying take advantage, get your money. I'm saying be treated like a lady so he doesn't think that you're something other than that. That's no, all I'm saying. The point you passing is a definite clue to a guy that this is just a good time. Uh, she has no real expectations for me, so 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 be it. Let's just roll and have a good time. Right. And here, again, it wasn't a problem for you. This is to the first person. It wasn't a problem to her until it became a problem. Right. So the first time, it probably didn't feel like a problem. But the seventh time, you start asking yourself, what's going to happen next? So wait a minute. How come I'm always paying this guy never paying nothing? Right. Because you set the standard that that was okay. Right. And, again, how do you dress it again? People are going to say, Dr. Noel, you're being so conservative. Why does that matter? Because it matters. Oh, yeah. If your nipples are out, you're a party girl. Right. That's the bottom line. Now, you can say you're conservative in a church girl if you want, but if your <laughs> nipples are out, you are a party girl, and it depends on how you dress, how you act, how you behave. When people see that, they respond in a certain way. Right. That's the image that you're giving for them. They're going to respond to that. Okay, this is what the message is. I'm getting subliminally, you know, or not even not directly through her words, but through her actions, the way I dress. I'm gonna. If you're drunk at all the parties, right? 
They can't ever find you standing up straight. Some dude got to hold your hair back while you throw up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen all this. <laughs> and then they say, I want to be treated seriously. But you're not a serious item. I want to be treated like a queen. But you, Why? but you, head like first over the toilet. Right. You like so he's thinking, oh, this is a party girl. She know how to get get it in, get it down, make it work out. And you know, I grew up in the eighties, nineties, so I might have a different language. So get it in may mean something different to me <laughs> than it means to you guys. But you get the gist. Yes. 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 All right. Next comment. I always try to keep the drama down in my relationship, but when but women tend to dismiss as too lighthearted to handle a serious relationship. How is low drama seen as not serious? Yeah. There must be straight women. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you can handle the drama, then it seems like you said, well, you can handle it. So some people like drama, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't see that as that. But maybe the, the, you have some justice, the women that you're dealing with, you need to step up and get a better quality of women there, maybe. Yeah, you know, let me just say this. I, you know, a lot of times, Darren and I get comments from people, and we don't, like, we don't have a full Right. story, so I don't have all of the data, but let me say why people, if you don't like drama and you try to keep it lighthearted and you try to laugh a lot, you try to keep it, you know, young right. and easy, right. I think sometimes women can can interpret that or misinterpret that as you're juvenile, and, and I don't know that that's what's happening. Here's the other thing. I kind of agree with Darren. It's possible that you're dating the wrong women. Yeah. I mean, what do you do for work? Where do you find these women? Are you... You know, you know, like what's yeah, going no, on? Exactly. You, are you dating high school kids? I mean, are you dating who are you dating? Yeah, because yeah. a grown woman in general is drama. No, now let me not say that lots of them want drama. Right. Lots of men want drama, but you sound like you don't. So find you the thing that's not drama filled. Absolutely. You know. All right, guys. Next week we're going to talk about how depression is affecting your relationship, if it is, and how to manage it if you're in a relationship with someone that has depression.